You're listening to DraftKings Network. You're listening to the Cooligans in the first segment. Man, it's a big one. We kind of take over most of two segments. But in the first segment, we talk about a lot of things. We talk about our ICC commercial. We're in an International Champions Cup commercial. We're amazing. We're the Cooligans. We also talk about Portland versus Seattle. We talk about Red Bulls versus Philly. We talk about Dallas versus Chicago. NYCFC versus Montreal. We talk about the All-Star Game. We talk about Jason Christ going in a time machine. We talk about a lot of things. We also play a bit from each of us. And then we talk about in the second segment. Second segment, uh, we go right to Cooligans Corner. A disgusting leg break from Demba Bao. We got... We got some criticism of Jurgen Klopp and Conte. Purple kits in Spain. Photoshopped abs. Lou Holtz being racist. Son, we're coming for you, Lou Holtz. <laughs> Arsenal fans being the kindest people on earth on this episode of... Lou Holtz, it's war. I'm the Cooligans! Hi, this is Kyrie Shelton from New York City FC, and you're listening to the Cooligans. Hi, I'm RJ Allen for New York City Football Club, and you're listening to the Cooligans. This is Jack Harrison from NYCFC, and you're listening to the Cooligans. This is Ian Joy, and you're listening to the Cooligans. Cooligans! Cooligans are here, everybody. Welcome to the show. Yeah. What, what, a, what, what a wonderful way to bring everybody in. Yeah. Christian. You know, I'm trying to be, uh, you know, pretty optimistic and positive because usually I'm a, I'm a big old Debbie Downer. You know how, you know yeah. how it is. Is that really your role? I feel like that's my role. <laughs> to be like positive and uplifting? No, to be the Debbie Downer. Oh, your role. I mean, I, you know, if you want to have that, go for it. Not that I want it, but I feel like I'm the honest one. You're the. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Careful with that honest and who's. That's a, that's a big leap. You think Uh, it's. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, then here we go. I'm not. There goes that positivity you were just talking about. I'm not dishonest uh, at all. I wouldn't say you're dishonest, but I think you would would embellish before I I would. I don't get unnecessarily angry, even though anger is uh, a form of truth. 100%, One hundred percent, and that's the way I use it. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I use it as my truth bomb. Uh, uh, I don't always. I'm not an angry person, but I am an honest person. I can, like I, when I almost I, fought Lenny Kravitz because he cut in line. <laughs> okay, that's right. Yeah, not the real Lenny Kravitz, not but the real someone Lenny who Kravitz. wanted to be him so freaking bad. <laughs> uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Yeah, I am, it's the Cooligans. It's the Cooligans. I'm Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerrero. Uh, it's your, your favorite stand-up comedian who hosts the soccer podcast. <laughs> you know you love us. Your favorite stand-up comedian's favorite stand-up comedian <laughs> who hosts the soccer podcast. That's right. We start uh, every show, you know, figuring and out. And wh- your favorite soccer podcast host's favorite comedians who host the soccer podcast. That's oh, right. Look at that. That sounded like something that belonged like in the front of a rap song you know how they like yeah. the, the producers always remember k slay would always be like your favorite dj's favorite dj <laughs> he right. wouldn't have that voice yeah we need to get someone uh you know to do our we like get some drops drops yeah you know <laughs> can we just get like metro Boomin to do our drops metro Boomin, <laughs> more sandwiches. that's if i did it if, that, if i was metro Boomin, that would be my thing uh, <laughs> uh that's right so thanks for listening everybody yeah uh, we love you guys and uh, you know for all the messages we've been getting and we've been getting some amazing oh messages my God. From people from all over the country. It's crazy, you know. We, we look. We there's there's a billion podcasts, right? A billion of them. And there's you know, but look, when it comes to a uh, uh, a compliment, yeah. when you give a stand up comedian a compliment, oh, it is nothing it, better. It's worth more than just any compliment given to. It's why we're in the game. A regular person, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, we're here for gratification. We're here for the compliments we did not receive in in our childhood. Right? Did not get hugged as a kid. <laughs> Don't worry about. At it, I'm getting emails as an adult. You know? uh, so so cool. So uh, yeah, and, and if you don't think we're reading them, we absolutely are. If we don't get a chance to respond, it's because we get a lot of them. 
Everyone who uh, emailed us for stickers. Yeah. These stickers are going like hot cakes. <laughs> I almost, I actually said to Christian, I was like, do we need to buy this many? We should, thank God we did. Thank God yeah, we did because right. they are, we are nearly out of them. The stickers have been uh, sent out for the people who requested them. So, right. Uh, Which also, bro, I need to remind everyone if you do want stickers, you better hurry up and ask for them. Yeah. Yeah. We're almost they're, out. they're going, uh, they're going quickly. So, yeah, just email soccercooligans at gmail.com where you want the stickers sent and you will receive them. And you will be getting stickers. Uh, uh, you know, to your home address, to your business address, to your P.O. box, uh, you know, whatever, uh, to your cartel. I yeah. don't know. I don't, what, know where, what you, what, I don't know where you Those are the emails stuff. we're getting from Guadalajara. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can you send it to <laughs> Uh But the, the Cooligans, we've had uh, an incredible week. Yeah, nice run so far. A lot of, a lot of fun. T- so I, we're on our own win streak right here. We, we're doing, we're, we're happy with, uh, you know, our response, but we, we've... Uh, and just to mention, uh, uh, I was talking about this off air with Alexis, but uh, uh, tomorrow, so we're recording this July 19th, but July 20th yeah. is officially the one year anniversary of the Cooligans. I don't know. It's like <laughs> an elephant just walked by for some reason. I was like, what? I, yeah, initially I'm like, is that like a New Orleans jazz? Yeah, really- <laughs> well, it was supposed to be like, yeah, like New Year's, like, you know, the ball, it didn't work. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> You know, like a couple of confetti cannons just popped. That's right. That's right. Okay. So one year anniversary. We've been doing this for one year. And well, I got to say, we've we've had a lot of great things that have happened to us yeah. in the span of this first year. Most recently, this nice little commercial we just filmed. We are in a commercial. The Cooligans are in a, in a soccer commercial. Yeah, for things. the ICC, for the International Champions Cup. We did a commercial. We, uh, we you know, give, being in comedy, you get to hear about auditions and a lot of stuff. So uh, we auditioned for a, a, a commercial that was related to soccer. And yeah. a lot of, even a lot of our friends were like, you guys got to go do this. Yeah. They, and it's funny. We were getting, we were getting messages from people like, this is perfect for you. Exactly. You know? And, uh, we went in to audition. We, and, and look, we, we, uh, we go into audition for commercials pretty often, uh, individually. And when, when you go on a commercial audition, there is, uh, you go in, basically playing the mega millions you yeah. you 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 there's you don't you're not sure what they're looking for you're not sure you you do your best they it's don't a give crap shoot. they don't give you a script they don't say they all that especially for this one i mean <laughs> i think we talked i don't know did we talk about this last time i was furious because Christian came up with a bright idea that, hey, if we're supposed to be announcers, that's what we were. Yeah, we were auditioning, we were for auditioning to be for announcers for a soccer game. Uh, and they wanted us together because of the Cooligans. He was like, hey, why don't you why don't we both wear blazers? Which means now I have to cart around this freaking blazer. That's right. And we were doing the episode with Andy. With and Andy so like, Winner. Thank we you were for meeting him. Th- again, thank you for everyone who listened to the 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 f- basically the fantasy episode with yeah. uh, with Andy Winner last week. That was uh, that was a lot of fun. Tons of fun. And yeah. we got a lot of great information. Um, Help yeah. me have a great week. Yeah. Um, but long story short, you know, we were carrying this. I was complaining. The inter- the, the audition went 20 seconds. State your name. Improvise this. Thank you. Yeah. And that's it. We're out of there. I was like, what, what happened? Yeah. You know? well, yeah. It felt and like then, a waste of time. And then we got it. We got and the gig. We, we got, booked the gig. We got the gig. We, so I let Christian have his moment. He, <laughs> he rubbed it in my face. The way I do every little win I make. That's right. I get. I, I do the same thing to him. He, he was so concerned with having to carry a piece of clothing around. 
God forbid. Ugh, you know, like on the subway. Oh, no. And then, of course, Christian's like, oh, let's do this. And I'm like, well, we're going to hit rush hour. Let's go now because if not, I'm going to be jammed in. And no one hates the guy on the subway more during rush hour than the guy who's got like 13 bags with him. <laughs> and that's essentially what me and Christian have. Christian doesn't care. He's I a nice guy. I think he it hasn't has to- noticed that people are rolling their eyes at him. <laughs> he doesn't understand that people no, are sucking think, their teeth at him. I think it's it, it is a, uh, 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 I guess I, the only way I can frame it is uh, it's a, a skinny guy privilege. You know, we don't have to worry about how much space we take up on the subway. Yeah, I don't think that it's because I'm a big guy, but I don't like having these huge garment bags with me. I don't know. I was just annoyed, peak annoyed, but whatever. Yeah. You got it. So we got the gig. Uh, and when we got there, we were the gig, apparently. Yeah. It was one of the greatest things. Like, that- we were the highlight because they kept saying, like, surprises, surprises, surprises. And I kept looking at Christian going, it's going to be professional yeah, soccer players gonna here. Be, David we're Beckham is going to come here. Yeah, we're going to be interviewing. Ibrahimovic is going to be right Barcelona, with Barcelona, Ibra, what, Celtic. We got a couple. Celtic players, yeah. no one knows. You know, like we were going to be interviewing uh, professional players, like, and everything was like building up all these surprises. So we pull over the because everyone, it was like everyone else, and then me and Christian, and they were like, the announcers are here, the announcers are here, yeah. like everywhere we went. It was kind of cool. So I pull over the director. No one's talking to the director. I pull him aside and I go, hey, quick question. Uh, since we're the announcers, we should be privy to the uh, surprises. So what are these special surprises that you keep talking about? And he was like, actually, it's you guys. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. we're the surprise. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't want to. Where is, you know, where is Ibrahimovic <laughs> hiding is what I want to know. But yeah, I don't want to necessarily spoil the commercial because it is a cool thing. But it was it's for the International Champions Cup. It is it's unreal. I, yeah. I I could not never even dreamed of being a part drones. of something. They were drones. They were drones. <laughs> it was just a a, a a drone carrying a jib. <laughs> that didn't happen. They, it, it was just a, a big budget commercial, and it's it's something really really special. It was as Hollywood as I've ever felt. Uh, yeah, and we were we were the talent. We were kept in the shade at all times. Yeah, we were air conditioned. <laughs> we were Everyone's air- out in the sun. We were like make sure the announcers are all right. Yeah. They're like, we want water. They come and bring us chilled water. What, what a feel. Nothing- Everybody else wants water. They're like spraying them with a hose. And like, get <laughs> out of here. Are they just like, like carefully spit on them. Like, this is all you get. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Go wipe Alexis and Christian's <laughs> tears and squeeze it into a cup or sweat. Oh, man. So uh, hopefully it'll be out soon. Uh, the, the ICC is starting, uh, I believe, in about a week. And yeah, I, uh, it's going to start so, soon. It's starting very soon. Uh, so the commercial should be out really soon. And so we'll share that. So. So uh, make sure you stay with us on all social media because we'll, we'll be posting that immediately. It's going to be awesome. We're very excited about it. So yeah, July 23rd is the first. Okay. So that's the Saturday. So yeah. it's starting. All right. Uh, so I imagine uh, the commercial probably on like maybe a week or two. Yeah. It's going to be happening pretty quickly. Yeah. So uh, in, uh, in other American soccer news outside of the ICC, MLS, MLS. Yeah, baby. MLS. What a week. I mean, you know, it, it, this... There's something happening. I don't know if it's because Arsenal is coming for the for the All Star game, yeah. but there's talent is just yeah they they ripe wanna, right now. They want to shine. People are in in mid season form. Yeah. It's amazing. So, and, 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 I mean, let's just talk about the Fabian Castillo. Oh yeah, that's, okay. We'll start with Dallas and Chicago. I don't know what happened to the defender. He seemed to have gotten punched by a ghost. <laughs> he, got, <laughs> he got knocked out. He got kicked in the head by a ghost, but. And Christian and I were talking about this before we, we turned the mics on. What what goes through your head when you Rabona 
across. <laughs> you could have hit it with your left foot. Yeah. So if you haven't seen this, so look, Dallas against uh, Dallas uh, FC Dallas against the Chicago Fire. Uh, Dallas won three to one. They basically dominated uh, the the entire match. But the moment that is going to sort of live forever in in MLS lore uh, is this the Rabona assist. I, by I Fabian mean, Castillo. He rebonas across. Now, if you reboned across, it would bang off the side of the net. If I reboned across, it, I'd it, be stretched off the off the pitch. <laughs> if you would tear a quad, I, I know. my body. First of all, my nuts would be flattened. I'd have two pancakes. My body would be like, "What are you trying to do?" Yeah, it's Is like, there, oh, I can't have yeah. kids anymore. It's yeah, like, yeah. What? My body would be like. What are the ribs over there? What are you? What are you hurrying for? <laughs> Slow down, you know. Uh, it, it was he reboned across perfectly, perfectly to the forehead of a Rudy, and I don't know. There's something about being an MLS fan that you expect that cross to not meet a player. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's something where you're just like, this isn't going to work. And I don't know if it's because people act like we don't have a lot of, you know, quality on our, on our clubs or we've seen mistakes happen before, but first of all, perfect header right into the back of the yeah, net from uh, Uruti. Uruti. Yeah. And we're, I'm like sitting here going, Oh my God. <laughs> if, if Cristiano Ronaldo had sent that cross onto the head of James Rodriguez, mm-hmm people's bodies would be exploding in Europe. That's right. That, that, yeah, that is a thing that should go viral immediately. I, that is ma- master class. Yeah. This is top world-class level skill. A Rabona cross. And by the way, this isn't during training. <laughs> this isn't during one of these like make-a-wish kid. Hey, impress the make-a-wish kid. This is... <laughs> I we're all make a I, I, it's, am- it's amazing that that's that's the context you came up with, like as as one of the. <laughs> I just saw one of those ESPN things that nearly Where, made me is, cry. Is that is that the thing that heals a kid's cancer, Rabona? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it made his leukemia is gone. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah. We don't know if it's the placebo effect or just a highly skilled Rabona. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> seems like his leukemia is completely gone. Uh, Do- yeah, doctors are still yeah. baffled. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it, it didn't leave completely. It actually made its way to the defender. Uh, so now the defender has leukemia because he couldn't stop uh, the Rabona. No, the cross. kid's pretty happy, though. He's, <laughs> he's excited. Like, he doesn't have to deal with yeah, it anymore. Kid's great. His hair's growing oh, back. Yeah. He's got three ponytails. He's really rubbing it in at this point. <laughs> oh, my God. But uh, incredible, just because it, it, it's one of those. A, a Rabona is a thing that when it happens in a, in a match, in a competitive match, it's like, First of all, you're not sure you saw it, right? Yeah, you're not yeah. sure you saw it. <laughs> yeah, you're like, that didn't happen. <laughs> then it's also like, bro, why are you doing that? No, this, I, I can't. Because if it doesn't go well, <laughs> right. it's really it's really embarrassing. You want to go up to him and smack him be like, you're trying too hard, dog. Because your coach is like, yo, dog, you serious? Yeah. Like, that was a good opportunity. Essentially, he was wide open for that cross, and he did not have to do a Rabona. He did not. But there's something, like, I, and I, we were talking about this off air, but like, uh, he sort yeah he sort of looked like he overstepped the ball. Yeah, it looked like the because I don't think he was prepared for the ball to be back in his track. I think he thought the defender had knocked it out. Yeah. So he, when he saw the ball coming, he sort of made a momentum lunge towards it. Yeah. And I think it the way the ball had trickled, he kind of overshot it. So his foot was in the wrong place, and I think he was afraid that the defender would have come. So his body made the decision to send the wrong foot around the yeah. back of the other foot. It seemed oddly automatic. That was just like the strange thing. Like it was like 
That I, I can't planned. even do that in FIFA. <laughs> no, that's not even. Oh, that's not also a shame. Why can't can you do that in FIFA? I don't think so. I mean, I'll maybe mash a couple c- buttons. Maybe certain players. Someone playing FC Bayern probably did it to me earlier before <laughs> when I lost four 0 But um, I, you know, you can't do that in FIFA. You see someone do it in real life, and you're like, "Come on, yeah, what are you doing?" These are people. People's jobs at stake. It, it, yeah, here. it takes balls uh, to yeah. do something like that. But I mean. Props to him, man. Absolutely perfect. He was incredible the entire game, connecting so many passes. I think he had two assists that if match. I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, he was injured at the beginning of the season. That's uh, right. Yeah, he was injured for a little yeah. while. I had him on my fantasy team, and I took him off because he was Yeah, hurt. I think I made fun of you for it, right? Yeah, and that was uh, clearly the worst mistake I made. Yeah, bring him back. Uh, <laughs> how many points is a Rabona assist? <laughs> I know, right? It's like, that like should 35 be, points. That should be something tracked in <laughs> yeah. MLS fantasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That should be a one-off. <laughs> you know, like just like a blocked kick in NFL. Yeah, yeah. Out. You know what I mean? Like this is this is a pretty special moment. Very, very special. Inc- yeah, yeah, incredible game. And uh, look, Dallas uh, completely. Uh, when you watch a, a game like that, you see why they're uh, at the top of the table, uh, even for the supporters. And field. I think their U U eighteen and U sixteen just won the um, their their championships. Okay, they're stacked. They are doing youth development the right way. Again, I cannot stop preaching about this. They have figured it out. They let their kids play with the adults so they can gain that professional speed at a young age. They are figuring it out, and it is not slowing down their pros, as you could see <laughs> by the scoreline. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, they it's it's constantly just amazing amount of talent that is coming through that system and playing at a tablet because I know Fabian Castillo and some of these guys didn't come through their system. But at this point, uh, I mean... F- MLS Cup favorites probably has to be Dallas. I mean, I mean, certainly Supporter Shield. MLS Cup playoffs, anything could happen, but Supporter Shield looks like it's, the, you know, they're close. I know they're not up there right now, but yeah. they're close. So uh, uh, speaking of incredible goals, uh, let's talk about the Portland Timbers against the Seattle Sounders. Uh, another wow. great game. Speaking of fantasy, if you had Valeri on your Diego team, Valeri. you won this week. <laughs> he I was got 30 something points, uh, two assists, oh no, two goals. Uh, and, but that, uh, that, I mean, his first goal was, was incredible. Uh, that, uh, strike to the, uh, the, the bottom, right. Beautiful. Uh, f- from the top of the box. But really that, that special moment, uh, and, and, and poor defending, uh, that led to that goal. I mean, I guess it was sort of a chip. It, yeah. lo- it looked like a chip slash cross, uh, but it off the confusing off the far post and in uh, incredible. I mean, he, he Valeri. Look, you you can see why. You know, uh, he he's a, a a high IQ player, right? Uh, you know, a high soccer IQ, bringing it from uh, you know basketball, high basketball IQ or whatever, uh, <laughs> and. Uh, he is a footballer. Yeah, and, and you see, uh, you know, like uh, you know, in the MLS Cup when he got that that early goal of you know he knows where to be, where to place himself, uh, right. and I just looked incredible that game. Yeah, he was a beast. I mean, uh, you know, he scored thirty points if you had him as your captain, but otherwise he had two goals, five shots. I mean, you know, just a beast, just a beast of a of a player. You sort of expect the. Uh, and by I, the way, he painted the tifo. That's right. So he yeah. showed up <laughs> and painted the tifo. I mean, not by himself. He wasn't like, here you go, guys. I, you got yeah. your tifo. Imagine, oh, yeah, it's gorgeous. Just, <laughs> just a forty foot tifo. Where do you, where do you do find it? the time, dude? <laughs> He's covered in paint, <laughs> exhausted. Yeah, everybody's like, hey, we gotta. We were going to training. He's like, no, no, no. He's like, he's like the the, the cool like art student kid. Yeah, he's yeah. like, no, I'm working on my art. Yeah, he's like real hipster. He's got like an old school Walkman. <laughs> Cassettes are just better. <laughs> 
yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, beast of a guy and legend, man. If you're if you are if you are a Portland Timbers fan, that I mean, how could you anything but love this guy? Yeah, I think I'm. Uh, I, I expected more from Seattle. I'm. I'm. I'm very concerned about the Seattle Sounders at the moment. What I mean, here's the thing: like, what what is that you're concerned about? Because there's so much. Like at different times, other things have failed. Well, you know, is Jordan Morris good? Is he? He's great all of a sudden. But wait, now he whiffs. You know, I mean, they're in they're in ninth place in the Western Conference. They are. There's no real sign, unless something big happens. They're not making it to the playoffs. I, I don't. I mean, they could still make it to the playoffs because what? Like eighty five percent of the teams make it to the playoffs. Well, but they're they are they are nine points back from a playoff spot. So it's it's and they're five points back from the from the eighth spot. So. It's still doable. It's do. I mean, I'm not saying it's impossible, but the way they're looking now, I don't think. I don't think they're going to make it. Actually, you know what? Now that I'm looking at what you're looking at, I mean, Portland Timbers, they're not slowing down anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Vancouver Whitecaps look really good. Real Salt Lake standard. I mean, this is this is what they do. They don't go away. Exactly. Mosisian or whatever his mob Sisian, whatever that guy's name is. That guy's a that guy's a goal scorer, man. He's got a nose for goal. LA Galaxy, I don't expect him to be anywhere else besides there. And Colorado Colorado Rapids and FC Dallas are fighting for the for the supporter shield. You know, Sporting Kansas City also very tough. San Jose Earthquakes also very tough. Houston Dynamo, I don't know what the hell's going on with them this year. But I don't know that Seattle Seattle needs to find a way to annex themselves from the west and get to the east. <laughs> I don't know how they're going to do this. I, now, I can't see them. I mean, we see like the the you know the Jordan Morris, uh, you know that first year, right. and it's not really working out that great. No, uh, what? Why or why did all these fans want to keep him? I mean, look, he, did he have a lot of promise? I, I, and and just in general, does does he is he a great story? You know, a hometown yeah. kid. It, uh, yeah, and yeah. so that's that that's that helped propel that like uh, you know that that big decision and that popular decision. Everybody sort of wanted him. But there. if you're Jurgen Klinsmann and you're thinking to yourself, what's better for Jordan Morris starting in a league like MLS and being in the ninth out of 10th place in the West where he's not going to make the playoffs. So it's a shortened season anyway, and he's yeah. not going to get additional playing time or putting your balls to the wall and fighting for a starting position at Verda Bremen you know, like, I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, we're <laughs> I granted he would have gotten in halfway through the season. I, or I think I probably expected a little bit more from Jordan Morris. I guess, you know, he's a, he's adjusting to and he is a rookie. I he's a, he's a rookie he is and young. he's adjusting to the league. He, he, you know, he hasn't played this many games. Right. This consistently. And, you know, coming from college, what is it, like a 12 game season or something? Yeah, like, it's very short. Um But look, look, even even in uh, the game against Portland, he had great chances, chances that right at net oh man and just completely like it was like a weird tap that i completely missed the goal like you have to put that on net and it, it things like that hashtag rid of the turf yeah well you think it's a turf issue turf man and you could see it like you see all those little pieces of tires kick up his foot got caught maybe you know? yeah so it's just a point but you know they were uh, I forgot what player was being critical of uh, Nelson Valdez also about how, how he gets paid so much. I, it was a former Sounders player who said, if I, when I was there, I wasn't making as much as he is, but I was producing more than, than he currently is. And Nelson right. Valdez, another one who missed another great opportunity up front oh. and just comp- skied it also. And so it's like the, the people, Dempsey didn't play. 
So you know the the your other big money people have to come in. Yeah, the, but the role uh, you know these I, I, I don't want to say Valdez and Morris are just role players, but they have to produce. Morris is and, the highest paid rookie of all time, and they and and when they get opportunities, they should. Uh, and these are not like eight defenders on them. I mean, this is yeah. open net. You're by yourself. You got to put it on. I mean, th- th- that's that's not even that much to ask. Speaking of defenders, did you see that? Who's their left back? I'm going to look this up right now. Whoever the San, San Jose, not San Jose, whoever Seattle's uh, left back is, how does that guy have a job? Uh, Jones again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jones, man. When uh, yeah, Valeri was like, wait, why, why are you leaving me? You know, <laughs> yeah. even Valeri was like, dude, you're going to look bad. Well, it looked like uh, Valeri looked like he just bodied the dude. Like he, he was. He, yeah. But like he was like running away from Valeri. It was very odd. He didn't. He didn't attack the ball as uh, as aggressively as, sh- as he should have. Should have headed that out of the way. Valeria's like, "Why are you letting me get this?" And then Valeria <laughs> sends like the most odd shot I've seen in a long time. I, I think what happens, it, and maybe more in the MLS, I, I don't know if the defenders are as confident in um as defending when they're in the box. Jovan Jones. Jovan Jones. So something when when they're twenty four. Okay. When they're in the penalty box. You, you you have to be a bit more cautious, and I think he look. I did did, did he cautious. Had, I mean, your job is to clear it. You I, put a head on it, and it goes back for a corner. That's better than allowing a I, goal. Yeah, I'm not defending bad defense. Yeah, you know, what I'm it's bad. He didn't. He did not play that well. Good, but I, you were doing a bad job of defending <laughs> bad defense. <laughs> you but, were Joven Jonesing it. But I do think uh, he was. You know, something happens when you know when you when you're up against a a, a big player, a good player. You, right. you, you even like when I'm when I'm playing soccer. I'm I'm not saying I'm Joven Jones or right. I'm not Valerio or anything. No one's saying but that. But there is, when you're playing against someone who's so good and, you know, uh, 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 an MVP, you know, a popular player, MVP of a team, you know, you know what they're, they're skilled at, what they're capable of. When, when what are you, you talking when about? When you see that, you get, you tense up. What are you and saying? And I think Joven Jones tensed up at, at Valeri when, like, he didn't know. Like what, he was afraid of what the skill, like what skill. Yeah, yeah, I do move. think. Okay. Yeah, I think he wanted to, he wanted to play. Like, what are you talking he about? He wanted to yeah. play farther back just in case, you know, Valeria was going to do something special. I think I think if you're afraid of that guy's skill, you, you had the ball out of the way. I mean, he had every chance. Yeah. He was- just let him go, and then he kind of ran away from him and tried to use his arm. It was such a weird move. I mean, maybe Joven Jones listens but, to this. But st- Let us know. <laughs> but Send still- us an email. SoccerCooligans <laughs> at Valeri- gmail.com. What the fuck were you doing, Joven Jones? <laughs> that Valeri goal was uh, um, incredible. That was unbelievable. Oh, my God. So, I mean, look, Valeri got two highlight reels even for the with, year. Even with Jones' bad defense, Valeri should not have made that shot. You know what I'm saying? That, that was a very, very difficult shot to make. I mean, this is, but the, you know, and I talk about this all the time. This is the type of DP you want. You want guys like him. You want guys like Villa. You want guys like that Mo Sissy and even. I mean, yeah, these are guys they want it, man. That they're that they're they don't care what the shirt is. I mean, obviously they care about the badge and whatnot, but they don't care who's in front of them. They don't care who's in the stands. They don't care, you know, what what highway you took there. They don't care where the apartment is. They don't care what they had for lunch. They don't <laughs> care what the fuck you put in that tortilla wrap before. They don't care what you're going to say about what he eats for dinner. They don't care about any of those things. What they care about is scoring goals and winning games. It breaks their heart when they don't win. Yeah. And they they're the the joy of a child opening a Christmas gift when they win. <laughs> you know, that this is it. This is what these are the types of players you want. Wait, oh, were you saying that the, the them witnessing the joy of a child opening a Christmas gift 
is beneath them scoring a goal. No, I say that when they score a goal <laughs> or win the game, they have the same joy oh, okay. as a kid but opening I a game. I do think that they... But also, <laughs> if, let's be honest, if you told David Villa, hey, if you kick the gift out of that poor kid's hand... <laughs> You'll win an MLS Cup. I think he might do it. He yeah. might buy that kid a car next week. <laughs> but he is but he kicking would. that gift out of his ear. Yeah. He'll do what he has to do. And it's MLS Cup. No one, you know, people in Europe aren't respecting that. People who were his fans over at Atletico Madrid, very few of them are following his career here now, or even his time at Barcelona or his time at, uh, you know, Gijon. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but. Those of us here and him, he has nothing but pa- look at Drogba. You know, Drogba, when he came into the league last year, I didn't see I've never seen someone come in and be like, let's do this now. You know, yeah. I've seen, you know, you've seen guys like, you know, over at the Red Bulls, you had Rafa, you know, Thierry Henry, obviously he came across like he cared. Now, he had guys who were just like here to collect the check, you know, you know, God, Villa, Valeri. These are the types of guys you look for. And you're not always going to find Villas. There's a lot of Valeris out there. There's a lot of guys in South America that could yeah, come yeah. in and score some goddamn goals. Well, uh, Sounders uh, are are reported to be picking up uh, Nicholas Lodero. Yeah, Lodero. Uruguayan. Uruguayan. Uh, so hopefully that will give them, uh, you know, some of the... He was a Nacional player, so I'm not too upset. But yeah. if he was a Benyero player, I'd be upset. Speaking of Benyero, Red Bulls are supposedly... I don't. I haven't seen any updates on it, but supposedly we're going to get uh, Diego Forlan. Yeah. Which, you know, I mean, yeah, golden boot winner, golden ball winner, golden goal winner or something. He won. He scored a lot of goals in 2010, the 2010 World Cup. Mm -hmm. Beast of a human being. Uh, Well, speaking of the Red Bulls, Red Bulls uh, uh, drew with the Philadelphia Union. Two to two, uh, the Red Bulls were. They were up, up two. They nil. were up two nil, and uh, as 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 you always say, two nil is the is the worst, the most dangerous, dangerous scoreline to have. Uh, uh, goal, uh, question, and what were what, what, both goes by question? The second yeah, one, yeah, the second one, uh, but deflected off of. Uh, yeah, not necessarily uh, a, a union player. Yeah, but um, up two nil. Uh, I was watching this game and I was like, oh, they that's it. This is over. But Philadelphia is you know, will not be ignored. They have, yeah, they will not go away. They are, they have a lot of, uh, they have a lot of skill on the team. I mean, what's his a, name? Barnetta. What's the, uh, what's the dude's Pony, name? Uh, I mean, CJ Sapong, uh, incredible. That guy's got a cannon foot, man. Pontius, uh, also yeah. the midfielder. Very, very good. And, uh, uh, I forgot who was the other. The, the, the dude who scored the second goal. I forgot his Barnetta. Name. Barnett. What's his name? Uh, it starts with a T. Let's look this up. Yeah, we'll look it up. But uh, we should know this. A great game. And then uh, there was a controversial call, uh, a red card that was given to, uh, I want to say, Isinho. Isinho. Uh, because he, I guess, smacked Connolade in the mouth. Yeah, he had a he had a yellow. He was already on a yellow. And I. <laughs> It's a tough call. I was I, when I was watching. I'm like, he did hit him in the face, but it didn't look totally intentional. Yeah, it didn't seem like it was that big of a deal. And I hate to say that because you don't want to see a player get smacked in the mouth or in the face. But it seemed like you know, and, and props to Connor Laid for you know getting it's, getting an award for his acting. Yeah, he did. He it, got hit in the face, and he was like, "Oh man, I got hit in the face." And then you could see him going, like, "Oh my god, I got hit in the face." <laughs> Play this up, and he was like, "Ah!" And he hit the ground. Yeah, you know? it, 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 he was clearly uh, you know sort of shielding the ball with his arm. That's why he put his arm up. He didn't swing it in any with any real force, but it looked like. It looked like a late hit. I mean, I, I, it was after the whistle. They the the ref already uh, blew the whistle for the foul, and so the Phil, Phil, the union were already getting the ball. Yeah. Uh, so it just seemed absent minded, and he right. just he just swung his arm like a dummy. 
and uh, and got that red. So, uh, but I thought after after Philly got the red card, they looked better. They looked better than the Red Bulls. They they, they even with ten men, they should have won that that game. Yeah, and it, it's one of those things that's so weird when you see it happen. You know, like look like it happened a couple times in Copa. It happened a couple times in the Euros mm-hmm. where a team would go down to ten men, and I don't know if everyone else is like, all right, we got to try extra hard, or it's just that now the other team isn't like sure who's covering who anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a bit more bedlam, but you see these you see these things happen where all of a sudden the team who's down to 10 men all of a sudden looks better and that's exactly what happened with um with uh the union and they're just one of those teams that just they're stacked with talent you know and look it's not like they're not you know it's not like they're not doing well they're doing really well second place in the eastern conference three points behind nycfc and uh you know they're one of those teams that you kind of you might have been talking about trebet by the way Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, but you know, you're talking about you know that Barnetta. I mean, guys like that, Barnetta, CJ Sapong, uh, Alberg, who's been great for my fantasy team, only in one week. Pontius, um, guys like that. I mean, these are these are high level skill players. They play a really fun uh, form of the game. I don't know that I have a lot of confidence in them if you're a Philadelphia Union fan, but they seem to be pretty consistent. And I mean, that's another team that can go very big, very far. Big turnaround uh, from from last season. But, yeah, but and they, you know, people bitch about you know the way the league is set up. But I mean, this is the benefit of having yeah. the parity that we have is that if you you can make a couple moves, you can get it right. You know, you don't have to uh, sort of build up to you can you have an off season to make a big change, and they certainly did. And the final game we want to cover very quickly: NYCFC against the Montreal Impact. Oh yeah, uh, NYCFC wins three to one. Goals uh, by Jack Harrison, David Villa, and Frank Lampard. Look, David Villa's goal was beautiful. Frank Lampard should have had yakety sacks playing in the background <laughs> during it. Uh, Another <laughs> garbage goal I from mean, Frank Lampard. Look, uh, the fans have turned and love him again. <laughs> yeah. How can you hate this guy? This guy's scoring. <laughs> this guy, you know, he opens the door to his car too hard, and all of a sudden, a ball bounces off and goes and goes. This guy's just. Yeah, he's just, I think I, I think I saw uh, you know uh, Lampard picking up some garbage on my street the other day. He's like he's he's officially a sanitation worker. Yeah, he's garbage, garbage man, garbage man. He is. Is it Pick, poaching? What is picking what would you up call the scraps? This? I mean, every just off the off the thigh. He scored off everything. He's yeah. like uh, you know he's 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 this. Scott Sterling of goals. Yeah, was that was that off the penis? Yeah, yeah. incredible. Well, what beautiful, a beautiful goal. You can't guess which way it's going. A lot of English. Does that, does that count as a header? Yeah. Uh. Oh, oh, oh! I wish I had a fucking bomb alarm, bomb sound for that one. That was beautiful. Oh man! So uh, uh, I mean, it, it was a uh, uh, NYCFC is is on a little bit of a streak. They've won uh, four out of their last five. Uh, I think over oh, five of the last six. Right. And uh, they are finding their form they you know they struggled a little bit in the beginning of the season but they look like a completely different team they just uh you know once it, the truth is once jack harrison uh, uh you know started uh you know became a starter in the lineup has been changed everything completely it's been a completely different team teams are uh again similar to what i was saying to valeri when valeri has the ball on the on the right side, people are afraid of what he's about to do. Right, and Jack Harrison probably even more. He is so skilled with the ball. He and the other thing is, you don't see this in the league very often. He is not only not afraid, but he is built to go at players. Yeah, he is built not scared at all. No, he. It's like this is what I do. I go after, and I mean, you know, 
I, you know, <laughs> you should have had the sound of a car crashing in the background when that defender just fell apart. That's right. So, he looked like somebody microwave jello. He just <laughs> if, fell if, apart. I, if you haven't seen this, you have to see this goal. Hilarious. Uh, Jack Harrison is basically a one on one. Uh, against uh, Oyongo. And, and who called it? I What is his name? Alfredo Adrian Mar- Healy. No. Oh, uh, uh, Alfredo yeah, Ali Moreno. Ali Moreno. Ali Moreno. Alejandro Moreno, yeah. Alejandro Moreno. I'm not a big fan of the way he calls games, but he got this one exactly right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was beautiful, beautiful. It, to me, if uh, so if you, if you didn't see the goal, Jack Harrison basically did... What, what, to me, that is that is an N1 mixtape crossover, right? For sure. So he did two crossovers. Nutmeg. No, no he did nutmeg. Him. He did. No, he did nutmeg. Him. Yes, I, he did. No. 100%. I'm pulling the, I'm pulling <laughs> he, it up. He did right not know. He just, he just went to the right and then to his left and then a young girl uh, slid to try to, uh, you know, just uh, uh, clear the ball and, and miss that as well. So he went, to, he went to his right, to his left, and then went to the uh, center of the box uh, and just a curler that went in. And here's the thing. He realized he had the ball at his feet and I might as well make a go of it. And that's yeah. exactly what he did. Beautiful, beautiful goal. To not the- him. Did he not make him? Yeah, he's not making him right here. I didn't, I don't, I didn't see a number, but that makes it, I guess, even better. Uh, so to me, you know what that goal reminded me of? Uh, remember when, I think it was Allen Iverson's rookie year or second year. You, we, we all knew Allen Iverson's handle was was. Um, this is before the cornrows. Yeah, before he was he was unbelievable his handle. Not Magnum. And when he went uh, that the that video of him crossing Jordan over oh. that he was like crossing him over once and then twice and 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 Jordan yeah, was Jordan all was like defending him and he's like you ain't gonna cross me over yeah, you yeah. ain't gonna cross me over and then he does <laughs> and then he was and then Jordan's going to the left and bobbing to the right he didn't know where the hell Iverson yeah. was gonna go and then he hit that jumper right in front of his face <laughs> that's exactly what that looked like yeah beautiful I mean you know you you don't sort of expect this kind of stuff from a rookie but every every week he's doing something. So so impressive. I mean, he he's he's like he's looking like, uh, you know, I, he's not like tricky like Ronaldinho or something like that. But he has like little facets to his game that are so tricky, and people can't really don't really know how to defend him. Yeah, I mean, this is literally what I talk about all the time. He is not a, you know, he's not, you know, if he was in a combine, he wouldn't be, you know, the best athlete there. He's not the fastest guy on the pitch. He's not the strongest guy on the pitch. What he is is a goddamn footballer, man. <laughs> that dude is built to have a ball at his feet. I mean, I don't know. Was it his time at Manchester United Youth Program? Was it his time at Manhattan Soccer Club? Was it his time? Imagine it was the Manhattan Soccer Club. Imagine this is just what they do. They're like, son. Everybody that comes out of the Don't do Manhattan. wind sprints, dog. <laughs> Take on this homeless dude right now. You better not make three dudes or else you ain't going home tonight. <laughs> And I mean, he is just—he's Megan, dudes. And defenders are just like, what? What? what why is he still got the ball at his feet? Yeah. Shouldn't he be passing by now? And he's, dude, rookie. Yeah, he's nineteen years old. I mean, he's, he's no fear. A really outshining every every other player on NYCFC. You know, even David V is like, damn dog. Like uh, everybody's just like, like, slow down, homie. <laughs> You're making me look bad. You gonna take some of these millions? <laughs> you need to slow it down. I mean, and, yeah, I think at, at this point, Harrison's so good that there's probably like office gossip from the other players. Like, yeah. you hear Jack? Oh my god, he! I think he ate my sandwich. For yeah, my yeah. <laughs> uh, someone put a finger in my sandwich, and I think it was him. <laughs> so yeah, this it is smelled like HP sauce and fish and chips. And he's the British one. <laughs> so. Uh, uh, yeah, another another big win. I mean, this is this is you know we're we're NYCFC fans. We don't hide that. And this has just been what a dream season. Yeah, but you know what? 
put that aside. I mean, if you're a fan of MLS, yeah, you have if, to. So if you're a fan of the possibility of him joining the men's national team for the U.S., this got, is a game changer. Yeah, you got to check him out, man. He's he's doing. He's Could doing you great. imagine Jack Nagby Pulisic? It's the future. <sighs> Nagasichison. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what a trifecta! Or Jag Jagby Sitch. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. If if if, if you're, Jodeci works, <laughs> if you're listening and you have uh, some other combinations that you, we didn't come up with, please let, let sure. us know. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Soccercooligans at gmail.com. Please let us know. Uh, all right. So, um, uh, well, let's talk about the All Star Game very quickly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me pull that up. So, uh, the All Star Game, as we all know, they're going up against Arsenal, and I'm sure Arsenal is not going to bring every single person uh, that is on their club. So we, I know we're not going to see uh, Mezzarozil, uh because he's injured. He's not even going to make the start of the season. Giroud is not going to make the start of the season. Um, but more importantly, let's talk about what MLS players you're going to see missing. Is Jack? He turned it on a little late for the voting, so you're not going to see Jack. But here's who are you? Who you are going to see? Let's start off from with the forwards. You got Clint Dempsey. From the Seattle Sounders, Didier Drogba from Montreal Impact, Sebastian Javinko from Toronto, Kyle Lauren, who absolutely deserves it. Yeah. From Orlando, Ignacio Piatti, Nacho Piatti, as they call him, right? Or Macho. I'm not sure which one it is. From the Impact, David Villa, of course, NYCFC, and Chris. How does he always get in these lists? Wondolowski uh, from the San Jose Earthquake. Also, it's his home. So, you know, like, yeah, he's got to give it to him. There, yeah. Uh, midfielders, we got Kyle Beckerman from RSL. We got Mauro Diaz, amazing player from FC Dallas. Uh, Dos Santos from Galaxy. Jermaine Jones from Colorado Rapids. There, so that we can get at least two red cards. Uh, Kaka, who deserves it on name alone, I guess. Sasha Kleshton, absolutely earned it. Nagby, as I mentioned before, Andrea Pirlo, why wouldn't you? And Will Trapp from Columbus Crew. This will be Andrea Pirlo's first all-star anything. It's the first time even seeing this experience. Uh, uh, is, it, is it the first? No, has he played Arsenal before? Yeah, no, he's played Arsenal I, I, many I, times. Champions League. Yeah, 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 many yeah. times. Okay, okay. Uh, defender Matt Beasler from Kansas City. Steve Birnbaum. Laurent Simon from uh, Montreal Impact. Uh, Andrew Farrell from the Revs. Liam Ridgewell from Portland. Keegan Rosenberry from Union. Brandon Vincent from the Fire. Kendall Watson from Vancouver Whitecaps. And real quick, your goalkeepers are David Bingham from San Jose Earthquakes. So he's home. And you got Andre Blake from the uh, previously mentioned Philadelphia the, Union. Which makes a lot of sense. Uh, well, yeah, I think player. one that surprised Brandon Vincent. Brandon is uh was the rookie that we trade that NYCFC traded uh for Harrison to Chicago Fire, to right? Chicago Fire. So that's yeah. uh good on him uh, to to make it on there. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah, yeah, in just one season, right? Right, already and you know an all star. Speaking of drafts, Jason Christ gets hired by Orlando. That's right. So if you think back to how all this played out, September twenty fourth, two thousand fourteen, we had the expansion priority draft, yeah, which meant. NYCFC got to pick which of the drafts they wanted the first pick in first. So everyone was like, oh, obviously super draft. So you can get Kyle Lauren. Yeah. But he mistakenly, as we thought, said allocation draft, which is how we got. I forgot who we got. I think we that's how we got Poku. Okay. Now, flash forward to the future. Adrian Heath is fired. Jason Christ today, or if you're listening to this recently, got hired as Orlando City's uh, manager. And who does he now have? Kyle Lahren. Kyle Lahren. Mm -hmm. And who's our pick is Poku is also in Miami. Also in Florida. Also in Florida. <laughs> so what I think happened is Christ, when this recently, probably in the last few hours, found a way to try and travel. 
went back and said, hey, I'm going to fuck up this little draft priority thing here. Okay. So that Kyle Lowry can go to Orlando because that's where I'm gonna, probably going to be the manager for the next 30 years. <laughs> Obviously, this all makes sense. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, now that you say it like that, I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. This, right? is, this, is, this right? is very logical. Yeah. yeah. The time machine part was, yeah, maybe we can look into that a little yeah. bit. But, but I mean, we'll research a little but bit. But it seems, it seems pretty foolproof. Snopes is yeah. working on it. <laughs> Snopes.com. It could be the Utz Red Hots talking. It could be. <laughs> but I just wanted to mention that. Congratulations to Jason Christ. All right, everybody. Uh, we this this was our first segment MLS. We're gonna get to our second segment in yeah. a moment. We're gonna play another one of our comedy bits. Oh yeah, baby, you're listening uh, to one of my bits. This yeah, will be one of my bits. Uh, so listen to this, and we'll be right back after uh, my joke. Some of you guys know me, but the rest of you are like, "What the fuck is that guy?" Huh? <laughs> yeah. You guys look at me. You can't tell what I am. I have one of those faces. I know that because I get so many different things. I get Italian a lot. You know. I don't know if it's the hair or. This stupid deli accent that I have, you know? <laughs> Sounds like most of the last words of my sentences are gonna be provolone. <laughs> you know? It actually is. I order a lot of sandwiches, okay? <laughs> also, when I say provolone, it's sexy. Provolone, you know? <laughs> right? You guys say it, it's like provolone. You're like, ugh, get that out of my sandwich, you know? It's disgusting. When I say it, it's sweet. It's like one of those like light FM letters, like, hey, Stacy, Dan misses you. Provolone. Yeah. 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 You're in your car, you're like, they're getting back together. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not Italian, I get that a lot. I'm not Italian. I get Puerto Rican a lot. I think it's just because I'm from around here, you know? Yeah. I'm not. Not Puerto Rican. The third one, this is the one I get the most. I get retired cop that opened his own bakery. <laughs> <laughs> But my parents, uh, they're all right, you know, but like, are you guys friends with your parents? My parents are not cool. Are you guys friends with them? I, I, it blows my mind when I meet people who are friends with their parents, you know? Like, uh, I was talking to my friend and he said that he recently smoked weed with his parents, which blew my mind. <laughs> How do you get to that level of like relationship with your parents, you know? Like, I'm trying to get to the level where I can hug my dad. <laughs> And he not regret it, you know? So that's, that's where we currently are. Welcome back to the Cooligans. We're going right to Cooligans Corner. And by the way, nice surprise. You got a bit of mine and a bit of Christian Polanco's. Yeah, yeah. You got you got both our bits. Yeah, two bits for one. As uh, as like, well, in like in, uh, English people, when it, bits usually means like genitals, right? Right. So that's how it's I It's not was, the way we meant That's it. how I was using it. Right. Yeah, you got both our bits. Yeah, uh, but, right. <laughs> well, you, I was surprised you were able to fit them in. Um, but what we realized is we went a little long on the first, uh, so we're only gonna we're gonna cut straight. We basically did two segments in one. That's right. So we're gonna uh, go right to Cooligan's we're corner. Going right to Cooligan's corner. Cooligan's corner. Cooligan's corner. Here we are. So you got two bits. That was our bits. Uh, now let's go right to Cooligan's corner. Uh, let's start with uh, Demba Ba. Dembaba, you remember Dembaba from uh, Chelsea. Dembaba. <laughs> De Dembaba went to China to go get paid. This By the way, if you remember Dembaba, uh, he had two knees. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> now, <laughs> Chinese Super League has given him Bad luck. a third knee. Touch. I mean, can you <laughs> can it get any worse? I mean, this is literally one of those like uh, um, 
uh, like it's like a sketch, you know, like a, where where like the the bad thing always happens to the the, the same dude. Like this guy just has the worst luck. Right. Demba had the the hyperextended knee that went inwards mm. uh, last season. Yeah. So he was like, you know what? Let me just go get paid in China. Let me do my thing. I'm tired of it. I'm gonna just go get go get a nice easy check. Yeah. So he's, nobody messing with my knees. <laughs> so uh, he's in a game. I think it's a preseason game. I'm not even sure uh, where the Chinese Super League is in their season. Uh, me neither. At the moment, but. If you haven't seen it, Demba had a compound fracture, broke oh. his leg. He basically Luke shot it. Yeah, he snapped his his leg between his knee and ankle. Yeah, and in half. And well, I don't know. I don't know the percent. I don't know if it's half. I, you know what I mean? He snapped it in two. In two. In two pieces. Yes. I don't know. Are they equal pieces? I don't know. We haven't really. I think we should stop talking about this because <laughs> you will see Alexis's vomit. <laughs> Uh, all is. I can say is, look, I'm nothing bothers me. Nothing scares me. I can see a bunch of weird shit and unbothered. Something about a compound fracture. You know, like remember that one basketball player whose bone came out of the leg? Oh, that uh, uh, Paul uh, from the, the Pacers. So yeah, I, I, Paul I, Wall. I, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> why am I blanking out on his name? But I just yeah, things like that. I don't want to see. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. There's just like Paul I know George. Paul George. Paul George. Yeah. No, that wasn't Paul George. Yeah. At the, that in at in the U.S. Uh, scrimmage game that they had, was that Paul George? Yeah, yeah, he was his ankle, his leg Oof. broke all, all right. on the stanchion. He fell and just fell in the, the oddest position, and his leg just broke immediately. All right, yeah. See, all right, let's just stop talking about it. Oh God, if you're Dembaba or if you're anyone who loves Dembaba, find a way to get that image out of your <laughs> head and continue to love him. But this should be a, a notice to all the players that are going to the Chinese Super League that everyone there is Jermaine Jones. Uh, <laughs> everyone there is breaking their leg. Do not go there. Yeah, you you out there with them big checks trying to <laughs> stunt on them Chinese dudes. They ain't having yeah, it. Yeah, they're gonna play a little rough. You yeah, know? yeah, they're like, yeah, Yo, you come out here. I mean, it was a, it, it, We're yeah, giving it was, you another knee, baby. <laughs> it was, it was. Uh, uh, bad and again we hope he gets better we we said it last year on the podcast hopefully he gets back the derrick rose of soccer <laughs> just not not cool uh, uh another story i wanted to bring up um there was a, a former uh coach of wales right uh, you know wales had a, a their, their dream run magical in, run in the euros uh but the former coach uh i'm i'm gonna butcher his name but raymond verheijen yeah uh was uh critical he he set out uh you know uh, he sent out a, a big twitter rant about Jurgen Klopp and uh and Conte from Conte. Chelsea uh about their their training methods and how uh they he trained too hard they too trained too much hard in the preseason. He, he, he basically did a whole rant about how the, the their antiquated training practice is is going to uh put the players at high risk of injury good Good that they're going to get injured or good that he's talking about it. You're wearing an Everton top. I'm an Arsenal fan. Good. (laughs) Good Chelsea and Liverpool. Go get injured. (laughs) Okay. Good. Good. Yeah. That's. Uh, so apparently, yeah, the, uh, Klopp and Conte, they, they, they just have an, an aggressive style of in, in the preseason. But if you, uh, uh, get a chance, you can see the story. It's on, um, the independent doc, uh, independent.co.uk but if you follow Raymond Verheija or you know I just look it up you'll find it but he set out a, a, a long Twitter rant about uh, and in detail about how this is gonna 
affect the players. And uh, but one of his tweets says, uh, coaches destroy players by training too much too soon in preseason in three phases. He goes, one, fatigue phase, two, injury phase, three, injury crisis phase. So ba- he, he basically broke down each individual, uh, uh, you know, like style of practice and why that would uh, put the player at a high risk of injury. I mean, this this should have been in a Facebook note, not a Twitter, uh, not not a series of tweets or something like that. A blog post, WordPress, a Tumblr. Uh, so there's a there's a lot to it. Uh, but it, it is interesting, the the response of the other teams, because it seems like the other teams are uh maybe ahead of their time, maybe using a lot of technologies to figure out, look, we see NYCFC, they, they wear those, uh, those trackers on their body, right. uh, to it's like sports bra looking things to monitor, uh, you know, what they're, uh, the, the, the fitness of all the players. Uh, but I think Klopp and Conte are like, Nope, I'm just gonna, I'm going to, I'm just going to go with my gut. You yeah. know, <laughs> you're good. Yeah. What? what I think it? these guys could run a little more. <laughs> oh, they're vomiting all over the pitch. Good. Just a couple. You're getting the pain out. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. weakness leaving your body. All those things they used to. Yeah. Yell. Yeah. Right. It's like an old, old timey, just uh, like the, you know, um, gym. Like, uh, like I'm somewhere between the two. Like, I don't want, you know, like if I were a coach, I don't think I'd be very soft with the players. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, maybe we should look at some of this data, you know? Yeah. It, it's um, uh, uh what's a, a thing in baseball? The 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 numbers uh, saber matricians sa- saber metrics yeah it's just like uh, Klopp and 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 uh, Conte are like nah I'm not into that yeah, they're like give me the saber metrics it's and like, they wipe their butt with it and <laughs> hand it back to you like see all these papers what's all this paper yeah. all this paper on my face right what is this charts <laughs> you have Venn diagrams these better be memes you're looking at I forgot what movie it was but someone's like you want to see what I do with this paper and they wiped their butt <laughs> and there was a big like shit streak on it and the guy's like. Yo, why is your butt so dirty? <laughs> it was just perfect. I forget what movie it was. If you guys remember the movie, let me know on uh, soccercooligans at gmail.com. It's oh like, my God. Why is your butt so dirty? <laughs> it was just perfect. Uh, next up, uh, Real Madrid and uh, Barcelona released their new what? third kit, the, uh, their purple kits. They both released purple kits. Purple kits? No. Which is very, purple's not a, a color you see very much. Fashion for paw. <laughs> That's right. For paw. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's uh they look uh Pretty, I guess. Uh, pretty. Yeah, I mean, that's... a Well, if you're Barcelona, it makes sense. They blended the red and the blue. Yeah. And that's the color Real Madrid is just like, Real you know, buy in like, their style. That's all. Really- it was like, what they got? Purple? Yeah. Psh, I'll show you purple, dog. <laughs> it's like a rapper that's not Cameron coming out wearing all pink, and you're like, mm, it happened already. You know? <laughs> that's right. Very unnecessary uh, to do this. But, I'm, I'm, you know, I... Who knows? Is it... Um, do different... Do like Adidas and Nike make both of their kits, or do, do both... Our manufacturers like make both of their kids. No, right? no. Uh, like Barcelona is uh, is Nike. Real Madrid is Adidas. Okay, so then, so something. There's some sort of uh, plagiarism. Yeah, I mean, look, other teams have used purple in the past. I think Benfica's used purple. Maybe, uh, maybe kid. it was Melania Trump that uh, created Real Madrid's kids. After. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's just like listening closely to, to previous <laughs> DNCs. Uh, Next up, another uh, speaking of Real Madrid, Ronaldo. He he, you know, Portugal did win the Euros. Uh, you know, incredible tournament, very boring. The player majority coach, of <laughs> player coach, player coach Ronaldo. Ronaldo. But uh, a great uh, story out of um out of Barcelona. There was a, a Catalan TV station that was uh, that that put up uh, a you know a the story of you know Ronaldo winning the Euros and and they had a picture of him. 
uh, where they photoshopped his abs out of the picture. So he had his abs were showing in the photo, but they photoshopped them out to make him look a little tubbier. Hilarious. <laughs> How about that? Which is the greatest form of shade. That's like a little, yeah. That's coming from Barcelona. Shade on, on his nether regions there from his <laughs> belly. I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to like, like psychologically mess with someone, that's the way you do it. For yeah. Ronaldo. You're going to make them like work out harder. Like, yeah, gonna, you can't even, <laughs> yeah. yeah there's going to, you're going to require like so much processing power in Photoshop <laughs> yeah. to get these damn abs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my abs are going to fight your Photoshop <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to win. Like if you want to mess with Ronaldo, like you take a picture of the women he's like standing next to and you make them uglier. You know, like <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, how you, that's how you mess with Ronaldo. You can say what you want about him. It goes right off of his yeah. perfectly toned shoulder. Uh, but yeah. if you want to mess with him, you start the people around him. Like he hangs out with ugly people or his car, put a couple dents in his car as he's yeah, yeah. driving by. That's what messes with him. <laughs> that's a smart way to do it. Uh, it was, it was cool. Cause it was like, uh, you know, Messi did not win the Copa America. They were just a little bitter. A little yeah, bitter. Yeah, so they, they got back at it. And him. this was Barcelona, right? Yeah, yeah. This was yeah, so, you know, they don't want to be a part of Spain anyway, you know? <laughs> That's right, yep. <laughs> they could care less what they do, yeah. what they say. They're like, no, we want to annoy the, the capital. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, next up, uh, Mr. Lou Holtz. Lou, Lou Holtz, if you... Uh, if you guys are soccer fans, you might not remember him. He was uh, He's part of uh, ESPN game day, uh, College Game college Day. College Game Day. Uh, he's also the former... Uh, coach of uh, of uh, Notre Dame. Yeah, uh, which he's also is a, a very very old man. Very old man, and he speaks like this. Yeah, you know, <laughs> he speaks like an old like like an old basset hound in a cartoon. But he seems like a nice old man. Yeah. He, seems like, he seems goofy and silly. And then he says, "So he uh, was. So he Lou Holtz was a part. Uh, he was involved in the uh, in the RNC. The, the Republican National Convention is going on right, right now. So there's a lot of things going on in Cleveland. Right. So if there's like white hoods missing, you know, from your local dry cleaner, <laughs> Did you know, you know they where they are. Uh, we don't get political on this podcast, <laughs> but I thought that was funny. Uh, but uh, it's been reported that he was speaking at uh, Eagle Forum's pro life luncheon. Yeah. Exciting. One of my favorite luncheons. I to mean, be just. You know? <laughs> <laughs> just the you know the the doilies that that say like uh, very clean everything's pure white no yeah. blood on anything yeah, uh, yeah. you don't want to be at the pro choice lunch and you're like so this is placenta we're eating uh, well we had some leftover yeah. right. <laughs> uh, cultures eat it um, but eagle forums. Don't know what they are. Pro-life luncheon. He stood up and decided to speak. And here's what he said about immigrants. He said, yeah. I don't want to celebrate. I don't want you to celebrate your <laughs> holiday. I sure as hell don't want to cheer on for cheer for your soccer team. Okay. So now, this is a super old school way of yeah. thinking like, but, but, get okay. your spick soccer <laughs> team ass out of here. But this, which is what the stuff I used to hear. Yeah. Well, this is look, Lou. We we all have positions on on a woman's right to choose on on immigration policy and all these things and we we will allow you first amendment rights allow you to have any opinion you have that's perfectly yeah, fine and also but, I don't need people to agree with us but know? when you oh here we go denigrate the name of soccer <laughs> now we have problems dog now all of a sudden yeah. you stepped on a landmine <laughs> that's right so this is. Just look and look. He he's saying the same crap every Republican person has to say to 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 satisfy their base. You know the Eagle Forum, <laughs> the Eagle Forum, pro life, you know? anti soccer luncheon. <laughs> that's what it's. That's what it is. It, it was. It, it, I think that's what it was scheduled as. As a come come if to you, the Eagle uh, anti soccer debates. Oh, well, we're, we're not even a debate. It was just a straight up. 
Uh, uh, Straight. Soccer roast. Soccer roast. <laughs> and let me, let me put this out there. On behalf of the Cooligans, and I know I speak for Christian Polanco, Lou Holtz, if we see you in the street, dog, <laughs> it's on. You think I won't punch a 90-year-old <laughs> man in the face because his opinion on the sport I love is different from mine? <laughs> dog, y'all don't know me. But this is... Yeah, on a serious note, and but and this is uh, when it comes to racism. This is war. When it comes is to that, ra- what you were gonna say? <laughs> on a serious Lou note. Holtz, <laughs> we coming for you, dog. When it comes to racism, this is a very common uh, tactic. You know, you attack what the Latinos like right. or whatever, and and it, it, there's no, it's not necessary because the sport is not attached to any race. Every race plays this game. Right. This game is a global game. V- very many white people love and and support. Uh, world football. So the the uh, that this idea to to even it was such an unnecessary thing to do because you can have your antiquated pro life thing. You're a 90 year old man. You you probably ra- racist. You know yeah. hey, you probably the, the probably play, the player. I would say he is pretty clearly. Yeah, like like he's probably one of the coaches that was that was like uh uh when he was uh, coaching his players like uh, the black players like wow yeah. what a specimen what a yeah. what a like he's like it's the extra muscle in your calves. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just you know look uh, another example of this just antiquated thinking and and xenophobia that and that you know that's really what it is right, which Lucy Lawless played very well <laughs> xenophobia warrior princess yeah, <laughs> yeah she was great she was so good <laughs> uh, so you know boot thumbs down Lou yeah. Holtz get you know you I think women should be in the kitchen <laughs> pregnant and barefoot get educated Lou uh, and then- thank you Eagle Forum <laughs> pro life luncheon for having me here can we all make fun of the Mexicans and their stupid sports for serving us this beautiful lunch <laughs> our final story uh, for Cooligans Corner, a beautiful story, much better than uh, you know, disgusting Lou Holt. Lou hates. <laughs> uh, so this this was a a great story out of London. Uh, an Arsenal fan uh, donated his kidney to his best friend who who needed a kidney transplant, uh, who was a diehard Tottenham Spurs fan. Right. So. Once again, Arsenal fans have proven that we are the classier bunch. <laughs> um, and you want to hear something crazy. The Spurs fan, I just looked this up. There's an update to the story. Uh, it's, apparently, it takes a while for your body to understand whether that you could take on uh, a kidney and yeah. whether it matches, like your body can reject it. And it looked like he was going to it was gonna be fine. But then right before that time ran out, his body rejected it. <laughs> yeah. What a Spursy way to go. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> I right, right before up. the final day of the season. Right, the, right before the, the, the kidney, last day. The kidney, <laughs> the kidney just, just fell failed. apart. Just completely <laughs> fell apart. Uh, missed a bunch of goals. Uh, goals to, you know, rehabilitate itself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I'm kidding. He apparently, we don't know the full story, but apparently he's doing well. Uh, he did uh, put out a, a story. There's a beautiful photo of an Arsenal fan uh, and, and him, the Spurs fan. They're both wearing their kits or one's like draped across him because he's in a hospital with like wires and stuff hanging mm-hmm. out of him or tubes, I should say. And it says, no words can do justice for what this guy has done for me and my family gave me a second chance at life whilst putting whilst very British putting his own life at risk by giving me a kidney without any hesitation you are a true hero and everyone deserves the right to know what a top guy you are the you are the courage what a top guy you are and the, cur- the courage yeah he didn't put in yeah. and the courage you have shown although you are a dirty gooner <laughs> I am so proud to call you my best pal rest up brother I am not far behind you 
Uh, and I will find a way to fail in the last minute because I'm a t- I, I meant that part up. Yeah, I, <laughs> beautiful, dirty gooner. I mean, this is like great banter back and forth. These yeah. are great friends. And again, you know, in life, you don't you don't choose your family. You only choose your friends. So this guy, I don't know what you're doing with these Spurs fans as your friends. <laughs> but no, again, yeah. once again, like this is a beautiful story. And this is, again, you know, soccer supporters, all the stories we hear, you know, hey, Russia beats up 78. You know, we need to send Russia against Lou Holtz is actually what we need to do. But, <laughs> you, you think know, Lou Holtz would donate a kidney? Uh, to a, you know, to only a, if it was a good white man. <laughs> First of all, who wants a ninety-year-old kidney inside you? <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> you put it in your body's like, what is happening? You just immediately get like Benjamin Button yeah, old. Yeah. <laughs> you just start, you just start getting skin tags and liver spots. Uh, but yeah, what that is, it's just a nice story because uh, you know, look, we were talking about during the Euros, England's uh, demise and the, and their fall, you know, them falling apart, and we and. We blamed it on the Spurs. I know I did. My theory, there were a lot of Spurs players on the team, but my theory over why the England national team doesn't really gel uh, very well is because there's so much uh, uh, divisiveness and so much division in the Premier League where, you, you, you know, the fans, the players, they really hate each other. They want... They want to succeed so well, so much in their league that it's difficult when on a national level to let go of that resentment. So it's... This is a good sign from the supporters, that they, they can donate a damn kidney. So Rooney, pass the damn ball, you know, yeah. correctly. Make some correct passes to your teammates because there are Spurs players, uh, Spurs supporters, and Arsenal supporters that are giving each other body parts. Yeah, come on. Yeah. They're sharing body parts. You could share the ball. <laughs> you can share the ball a little. Jeez. So, yeah. So And uh, also, Arsenal, that's how a transfer window is done, by the way. He <laughs> transferred a kidney. You could buy a striker. <laughs> I think they're gonna. Come on! I think they're gonna buy the, uh, a player uh, one part at a time. And put them <laughs> yeah, together. yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're just slowly building a player. Yeah, it's like a. a and he'll still be a seventeen-year-old with a lot of potential. <laughs> yeah, they they they're gonna uh, you know buy kidneys, and it was like a it was a a forty million dollar buyout clause to, <laughs> for the kidneys alone. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> yeah, Arsenal does not know how to bargain. Uh, so sad. All right, everybody, that is the end of the show. Uh, w- another fun one in the books. A beautiful time. One year. It's officially one year of the Cooligans. And we- I know we said we were going to do something for the one year. We're still planning it. We yeah. will. We will end up doing something. Yeah. This is episode. I believe this is episode fifty. But we started officially July twenty. That's when we put out our first video. Right. So it's a year of us doing uh, something uh, as the Cooligans. A year of the Cooligans. We still have two more weeks before it's the year of the podcast. Correct. Uh, but you know, thank you so much for everyone listening. That's also. I think that's one of the. Chinese uh, years, the, 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 next, year of the, the year of the podcast. The next new year, <laughs> the year of the podcast. What a terrible year. <laughs> really is. This world really is falling apart. The Chinese have like the big dragon downtown. They're like, wait, it's the year of the what? Yeah, we're not celebrating this. Everybody pack up. Yeah, it's just a bunch of iPods just going down the parade. <laughs> iPods, <laughs> the old school one with the, like the turn, yeah, turntable dial. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Well, listen. Uh, my name is Alexis Guerrero. My name is Christian Polanco. We are the Cooligans. Cooligans!